Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Soul Cafe. Today, we are lucky enough to interview Mrs. Javi Goldberg. Javi is the founder of CyberSim, an online platform of Torah education for women. Javi, it is such an honor to be here with you today. You have been an example to the Torah community and beyond in regards to education and helping many girls and women in the community who are needing guidance in their Jewish education past seminary. Thank you very I much for you, having me. My pleasure. I want you to tell us a little bit about your specialties in education and how this seminary online came to be. I'm going to thank you very much again, Sharni, for having me. I would like to take the opportunity to, as we were discussing before, to clarify what I do and what my organization is. So you mentioned that I am the founder of CyberSem, and recently CyberSem has been divided. And if you look on the websites that I hope that will list at the end of the, I'll tell you about at the end of the program, you will see that we, we that CyberSem has been divided into two parts. The first one half, it shouldn't be half. They they're all important. One part is Machan Tmima, where we house all of our accredited courses. The other portion is called Chemda.org, and that is the website with an H, C-H-E-M-D-A-H at the end, .org. And that is for that is the website that, ha that houses the courses that are not accredited. And there is not a preference of one over the other, because Chemda has a bunch of courses, including Sterney's courses that she is doing for us, enabling us on the other side of the ocean to benefit from her vast experience and expertise in the Shalom Bias realm. So, so that is what I do. So I am, CyberSem started out because I went back to school, and this is a little bit of, I, it might answer another question that you had prepared, but I started out when I was, when my youngest child was four, I went back to school because I felt that my own education, my pedagogy needed upgrading. It had already been several years since I was in seminary, and I felt that there had been plenty new things, more awareness in the world. And I needed to go back to school and honor that. And so I did at the end. So I finished my bachelor's and then I got a master's at the end of my master's. I realized because of one of the assignments that they gave us that you could do anything online. A boy could even get smicha online, except that a girl could not go to seminary online. And I decided to change that. And so the next time Sterney introduces me, so what I did when I realized that is I said, I want my students to be able to get credits for taking my courses. My original goal was that when, that when girls are going for a career in whatever, whatever post-secondary education they want to pursue, they can, they should be able to take Torah courses, advanced Torah courses, and they should be able to get credit for them. And I decided then 
that I needed to have a doctorate in education in order to be able to speak to deans down the road. And they would talk to me because I was sort of an equal to them. And so the next time Sharon introduces me, it can be Dr. Javi Goldberg, Beautiful. as my husband wants me to emphasize. But that is my personal path towards forming CyberSem. And now we've divided into those two pieces. Thank you so much, Dr. Javi, for explaining that. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to ask you if you could tell me, in your experience, what is the most challenging issue facing single girls today in the firm community? I think my answer is going to surprise you, but I did think about it. And I think the challenge is not different today than it was any other in any other century, and that is peer pressure. The pressure of those around us in at whatever age we are, but the, the younger people don't have yet experience in resisting the pressures of their peers. And so if someone makes fun of someone for taking on an elective in Torah, um, that might put them off. But one of the pieces of distance of distance education is that people can pursue their desires really without anybody knowing about it. So we have in distance education, for example, you have a shy girl who is unhappy contributing in a in a regular classroom or in a university classroom when they've got bleachers and hundreds of people in this in a classroom together in a in a lecture hall together she would never participate but when it's online the classes are much smaller they're more intimate and she has anonymity that this is one of the benefits that we've seen with time that that shyer student will feel a greater comfort in expressing herself and that becomes a key to overcoming that as she grows up and she grows into the adult world that segueing into the modern world is an issue today fail to launch i think it's called this piece of distance education can be a help for that thank you so much for explaining that So you mentioned earlier that your specialties are in education, but I would imagine spiritual refinement would be something that's high on the list in a seminary arena, even if it's online. And I understand that spiritual refinement can come through teaching Hasidus, growth and personal ideas, Parsha, Kabbalah. Could you, um, you know, give us some more information about that? Yes. So my goal is in availing Torah studies to girls and women, whether it's for credits or whether it's not for credits, until 120 years. And once a person gets to 120 years, we renegotiate another 120 years for them. (laughs) But as women, as women, we need that spiritual influx in order to be able to share it with our families, in order to be that strength of Amuna that women traditionally are. I think Sherni mentions that on her, on some of her talks, as I listened to uh, to uh, to some of her talks, that she mentions that concept. Um, we need to have that constant influx input into us in order that we should be able to fulfill, do the jobs and keep up our own inspiration. And 
And what I do is education as opposed to inspiration. And this is what makes me different than the other platforms that have, and they're wonderful and they serve a purpose, they do. But in addition, not but in addition, and in addition to what we gain from the single talks, I felt that having full courses would be something that is necessary in the Jewish world. And in addition, another piece of the mix of of women's education could be full courses. So they're, as I said before, they are accredited for a girl who is in university. She can use them for her electives. And for someone else who is, does not need the credits, she can pursue it. And this is an opportunity for me to share this. She can pursue this by herself, learning by herself, with a chavrusa, with a friend. And as in North America, we are now going into our summer that was one thing that we didn't discuss before. I am on the other side of the world. And um, so as we move into cottage season, I thought that it would be a great idea that women in cottages use one of the courses as content to uphold, uh, to, to upgrade and to inspire their time when they're sitting in the uh, in the cottages with maybe less to do than they normally would but certainly to enhance their spiritual, the spiritual piece of their summer. And we, okay, go on, share anything. I wanted to actually say that's a really good point. So, so girls at women can sit together in the bungalow colonies, say in the US uh, and they can, or in Canada and they can connect with each other. Mothers and daughters could learn. There's no age restriction. At any age, you can sit down and learn a Torah text online with a qualified teacher and come away much more informed and much better equipped to deal with texts and to understand our mafarshim. And I believe that in the school time, a lot of moms are busy with homework and dinners and everything, but more in the summer, we've got the time to do that. Uh, in Australia, it doesn't really lend itself to that in the summer because people go away individually. However, there are yarchikalas here where People can get together for a week or two learning Torah constantly with their family with different programs. But definitely your model of having an online seminary, a mother could learn while she's preparing in her kitchen. Uh, she can learn with the Chavrusa in her bungalow next door. She could learn while she, technically she's sitting and watching. No, not when she's watching kids in the pool, but when she's <laughs> in the playground. So I think that's a wonderful idea. And I'm wondering, um, Dr. Javi, what are three points from your experience that we could take away to help us in helping young girls with interest in Torah education, furthering their education. Like I understand the seminary is a wonderful opportunity. Um, you know, what, what are some ideas that you have that we can all take away because of your niche? So because of my niche, I think that parents parents can encourage their daughters as they're choosing, as they are going into their programs, they can help them choose options as they discuss degrees, as they discuss professions, as they discuss careers, and parents and children do do that. The parents can encourage their children to take electives in Torah subjects, and it goes right into their, right into, 
right into their transcript and that would be wonderful. Another thing that they can do, and that's not for parents, it could be for grandparents, it could be for aunts and uncles or extended family. It could be that they help pay for a course for their per for their person. And we have the availability of, of, let's say you have a gift card. We can sell gift cards that a grandparent or somebody extended family can purchase for their near and dear one and say, you know, this is, I'd like to contribute towards your education and your Torah education means a lot to me. And here is this contribution. This is my support for you. That and is think beautiful. That, that is a beautiful idea. And perhaps even as a new bride, um, a girl might want to incorporate some more Torah subjects or like we spoke about earlier, Shalom Bias courses, preparing for setting up a Jewish home, Bias Yehudi courses. And I see that your website is populated with lots and lots of different options for, for example, I, who's getting to set up a home. Could I excuse myself for a second? You mentioned there about a chassan and kala, a bride and a groom about to get married. I One of the courses that we run is on the Chemda side is for mothers whose children go to Jewish day schools and they did not. That's my elevator pitch. It's called Accelerated Chomish 101. And we have two parts. There are two six-week courses. And we had a girl who was engaged. Now she's married to this guy. When she was engaged, he did the research and he found the course. He knew what she was interested in. Doesn't it warm your heart? I uh, see a smile came across your face. Yes, yes. And I just, he said, yeah. And he said, this would be meaningful for my color. And he registered her and she chose the times that worked for her. She was very involved in preparing her wedding. And but this was something that her husband did for her because he knew that this was something that was going to give her a pickup. Hmm, so that's beautiful. I can another thought. I can think of a few couples on my end of town who just got married or are starting to dip their feet uh, into a greater Jewish education with their children starting school. And they may want to mm -hmm. start learning how to read Hebrew better or how to be able to deduce Mepharshim in texts. That's a wonderful idea, Javi. And that brings me to the next question. With all the advancements in English Torah books, why are people still struggling so much to make time for Torah study? Like, do you think because you have an online platform, it might make it more palatable, more interesting because of, you know, our digital society? What are your thoughts around this? So I think that the issue of books and time are separate from each other. There are there are tons of books, but then we also need time to do them, to read them. Now, one of the pieces I'm going to use this opportunity to share with you one of the my objectives when I create a course, I don't write all of them. I don't even write many of them, but I dream them. And I see what's, what's, what's needed, what's lacking. I call myself a gap filler. When I see a gap, I try to fill it. And the, so the, so the, the gap of the piece that I include in all of my courses is a, a a way that we can learn a text so that we have transferable skills as being an educator, which we've discussed before, that is a 
prime piece of me that I want to leave the students, not just with content, but with skills that they can use to approach new content. So when you learn a Parsha or you learn a piece of Chumash, we'll learn it, for example, I'll give you an example of Meforshe Rashi. We have a course that focuses on not only Rashi, but there are many, there are hundreds, we don't go into hundreds of them, but there are many people that comment on Rashi. And that was really the first Chumash course that I had created because I wanted to broaden people's experience with the gamut of commentaries. Now, when you open up a Chumash and it's wonderful, that has English translation or that will have Russian translation. You know, it's almost if a, a person has 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 a has an amount of food in their own bag that's always more valuable that, to them than something that I might get tomorrow. So when I have a skill by myself to be able to read in the original to be able to dissect a Rashi and to be able to take those skills to explore Rashi further, for example. We have a course in the Ramban. We learn about the Ramban when he lived. What were the challenges of the generation where he lived? And mm -hmm. that always seems to dictate the why he commented on the way he did. His mm -hmm. shita, his, his direction of how he made his comments they that is dependent it's almost dictated by where he came from when he lived what were the challenges of his generation and so going back to rushy when you take a course that you that you work on by yourself you work on it can be with a class but you've worked to integrate within yourself then obviously your appreciation is going to be greater and you're going to be able with the skills that we build into our courses to be able to use those skills in another Parsha for a different Limud. In another Shear, someone may mention something we often find when we learn the Rebbe's, the Lubavitcher Rebbe's um, approach to, to Rashi and to learning. So when you you when you go you see when you learn the Rebbe's shita the Rebbe's approach over and over again you remember all of his questions because the the direction of his questions are always profound but you learn how the Rebbe thinks and then when you go into a class and someone is giving you a class in Sydney or in Melbourne or wherever you think aha your mind starts to think in that that direction and then your 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 understanding and your your collaboration with others is so much more meaningful so that's, that's the lead piece thank you i also wanted to mention that there may be some students out there who have converted to judaism and didn't have formal jewish education as a younger person and they may feel there are some gaps in their education, when they learn the Torah portion, they want to know more information. This may be another option for those girls who uh, I know personally as a teacher for girls who are taking an Orthodox conversion seriously, who want to further their education, but they're in different countries and they can't always get to a seminary. So one of my students, for example, is trying to make Aliyah, but it won't be for another nine months till she gets accepted. So she's asking me about a seminary, she may either have to travel to Australia or she can go online. This is another option for her. And I wanted yes. to also okay. um, 
make a, a point here, you might be the last place that people connect with before they lose their connection of learning, so to speak, when life sets in. Like girls go to seminary, they learn a lot, they're all inspired, and they may go to shiurim, they may do chitas, they may listen to uh, things on the web, but you might be the last place that they can actually access true study style the way we're used to, you know, in school and in seminary. And that is an incredible, incredible idea. I'm wondering if you have mothers who are joining later on, you know, realizing that there were gaps, they didn't get to seminary or they didn't take seminary seriously. And now they would like to upskill. Yes, that's definitely an option. I would like to make an off. I would like to focus in as I have been through our conversation on different courses that apply to the questions that you've been asking me. And this one is we have Hilcha Shabbos. It's called the Shabbos Kitchen in Halacha. The Shabbos Kitchen in Halacha was written by Rabbi Yaakov Goldstein, who lives in Tzfas. And he is currently actually writing the second Hilchas Shabbos, the Laws of Shabbos course. And so the first one came about because I wanted to know what young girls wanted to learn. So many years ago, I did a survey, sent out a survey monkey to a survey through survey monkey to girls who had finished seminary. I wanted to get into the mindset under the brain, into the brains of the girls who had finished seminary, where were their heads at the time? And I sort of did a little bit of poetic license. They said Hilchas Shabbos and Halachas in the kitchen were the ones where the areas where they were most interested in. So I sort of married them together and I did Hilchas Shabbos in the kitchen. That's beautiful so because course. I just wanted to say, I mean, you could learn how to drive a car, but if you're not in the car, it's not practical. Once a woman starts running her own home and has a kitchen and has to make her first Shabbos by herself, you know, you suddenly realize, wow, you know, Muktza, uh, how do I set up the urn? How do I set up a blech? What's Hatmana? You know, what are the Lama Tess Malachos? <laughs> remember from 10th grade, this is a fantastic niche. I just wanted to say that that is a brilliant Hop and Kalakavad. Carry on. Sorry for my Thank you. Thank you. It's 20 units long. So it's longer, it's longer than a university uh, than a regular university course, but it's available for women's groups. If the if there's a shul that has a group of women that the Rebitson wants to be the sort of the go-to person for clarification. But this course was produced in really an exceptional way. Uh, if anybody knows of uh, Daf HaChayim, you can go on the computer and look it up. It's D-A-F-H-A-C-H-A-I-M. I think it's .org. And that platform is the same platform as we use to have our course developed. Mm -hmm. And it's the Magid Shear, the person who is giving the class. He gives me talks. Mm -hmm. And then beside him on the screen, you see exactly what he's saying from his mouth at that moment is being drawn beside him, whether in words, whether in pictures, it's gorgeous. Before wow. I had this organized, I I went online and I wanted to see about all the different Hilchas Shabbos courses that there were around. And there's nothing like this. Right. And it's, and it's, I did it because I think that I married Baruch Hashem quite a number of years and it's been a long time since 
I, 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 I put the spotlight on myself. I believe that every woman who keeps Shabbos or who wants to keep Shabbos needs a review. Mm-hmm. And I roll myself into the equation, not telling you how many years it's been since I went to one. But this is, we have this online and it can be done individually. It can be done with groups and we have facility for all, for organizing however people want to do it. And if anybody's in university, um, I'm working that it should be worth more than three credits because it's 20 units and it's full from all perspectives of any of them, any malacha that has to do with the kitchen mm-hmm. is mentioned this year. So Dr. Um, Dr. Javi, I just want to say it's been so, so interesting having this interview with you and this interview on my podcast, Soul Cafe, will go everywhere, no boundaries. So um, I'm hoping that if someone hears about this uh, and they have more questions or they need more information, if we can just wrap up with perhaps you giving us the website name, how they can contact you, your phone number, and um, maybe even throw in a little special. We would really appreciate that. Yes, I'm happy to throw in a special. I will, if anybody comes through this website, through this webinar, this, you're a podcast. podcast yeah. If anybody comes through this podcast and you contact me, please let me know. And I will process a, a special for Sterney's um Sterney's listeners. Beautiful. Please you can contact me and I'll give you my name. This is only oral, but it's Chavi C H A V is in Victor I dot Goldberg. And I'll give you at Machon Tamima M A C H O N continuing one word T E M I M A without an H at the end dot also dot org. So I welcome any requests, even if you're not interested in taking a course by um, for for credits, still you can contact me on that email address and I'm happy to guide anybody. If whatever your needs are, I'm, I'm happy to help guide you into the course or into the program that Emir Sashem will be satisfying and will give you Sipu Kanefesh, comfort, both in spiritually and physically to, to, to fill all your needs in this area. And thank also, you, thank you. I just wanted to ask, is there a website that someone can, can look at, you know, before yes, they make sure. it? Go ahead. Yeah. As you have, as, as I said, in my, in my email address, you can look up Machon Tamima, the end piece of that, of the email address or chemda.org, C-H-E-M-D-A-H dot org and you'll find Sterney's courses there you'll find the foundation course of the accelerated Chumash for mothers and I use also that course for the mothers I also use for teenagers who are transitioning from a public or a secular school into a Jewish day school many of those girls are very highly motivated intelligent but are missing skills you see the you hear the word skills coming out of my mouth over and over again, but that's what's necessary. So if if you know of anybody or if there's anybody in your community who is moving from one, from the secular school to a Jewish school. Beautiful. I'm happy to make a group and we'll even work it out for people who are in 
in the Aussie community, I'm happy to do that too. Please contact me with your needs and your questions, and I'm happy to respond. Thank you so much, Dr. Javi. It was a pleasure and honor to speak with you. Um, you know, really what you're doing is incredible. My dream is to set up a base medrash here in Sydney for women. We're trying to work on that. But the online school sounds very tempting. And I'm sure <laughs> that our listeners will definitely uh, look into further into those topics. Thank you again. And may Hashem bless you to have immense growth. And we know that the Lubavitcher Rebbe really, really pushed for women's education. And women, there are no bounds. They can study any part of the Torah and they can deepen their knowledge. Everything's open to them. The Torah knowledge is there. We just have to connect. So please, everyone, I urge you to check out Chemda and check out Machon Tamima, uh, or you can email me or Dr. Javi Galberg. Thank you so much. And it's an honor Thank to have you. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. All the best. All the best. Cultivate.